This is the Run In My Mouth Friday Funny, where it's funny because fill in the blank. I'm your host, Carly Sauer, aka Coach Carly, and today's podcast is a dynamic warm-up short excerpt from our upcoming episode to get you even more jazzed about tuning in than you already are. Hope you enjoy it. Happy weekend. And don't forget to leave your five-star review before you cool down and X out. As a fellow dedicated mom of two, Bridget Duggan certainly shares my passions for leading a healthy lifestyle. From recognizing how lucky she is to live in the land of opportunity and freedom to doing diligent research to keep both herself and her family healthy, our conversation ran the gamut of general life topics. In this excerpt of the full episode, we delve into the complexities of water. Who knew? One of the most basic natural resources has become quite unnatural, to say the least. It's funny because even water isn't always natural. Be sure to follow the Run In My Mouth podcast right here to be alerted when Bridget's episode drops on Monday. You mentioned Chupete in Spanish, whatever. So your husband is from Argentina, right? Yes. So yeah, he's from Buenos Aires. Um, and you well, guys met there. there, right? Yes. Yeah, so I had gone after Rhodes. I didn't want to get a big girl job. So I was like, what can I do? And, <laughs> you know, I wanted to go because I did a study abroad in Spain and I loved it, but I feel like I didn't really speak a lot of Spanish and I didn't learn as much as I wanted because I was surrounded by so many people who spoke English. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll go to South America and try to there's going to be less tourists there or something, you know, in my head, it made sense. Um, <laughs> and um, so I went to the school and I worked at a school there as just like a, an assistant English teacher. So my job was still like helping with English, but um, outside of that I did, cause I wasn't, I was living a little bit outside the city and they don't get as many, you know, people from the U S or England or, you know, is is um, uh-huh. like the capital. Okay. And so I, it was a little easier to practice my Spanish and then, you know, that's where I met my husband. So, so you know, cool. yeah, he told me he didn't never wanted to go to America and he didn't want a girlfriend. And here we are <laughs> living in Texas with two kids. Oh my you know, God. Married <laughs> almost nine years. <laughs> that's so. hilarious. Oh my yeah. God. That's so funny. How does he like American living? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Cause the first time he came here, I was like, well, I know you don't want to go to America, but like, if we want to keep dating, you need to meet my family. And so he did. Yeah. I remember he came here and he was like, you know, I was wrong about this place. You guys, if anybody does it right, it's you guys. Like, oh, wow. just the way, like the freedom you have and, you know, your ability to well, have the life sure that lived. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, I know. It's funny because he's like, it's happening here. You know, everything that happened back home is starting mm-hmm. to happen here. Um, and, but anyway, so, yeah. okay, so he, he first came when in like 2014 oh, or so, 2013, that was 2012, mm-hmm. summer of 2012. Okay. Yeah. And he loved it. He was like, I would love to be like, if I could even just be like a poor person in America, I think that's, you know, amazing. Cause you know, we have poverty here, but we don't have poverty the way no. they do down there. Like no. I, yeah. I always try to explain to people, like, I've literally seen people wearing trash bags. Yeah. I've never seen anything as bad as I saw it when I was in Egypt. I'm, I literally passed out 
because of the conditions I was immersed in. I couldn't, I like, I physically couldn't handle it. I mm -hmm. fainted. Like I literally fainted because people had no roofs on their houses. They were like pooping in the street. I mean, it was insane. I was like, I, I literally fainted. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's when people say that we have poor, poor people here in poverty here, I'm like, you have no idea what poverty is. No. And, and, and I certainly, obviously I'm not trying to like belittle, you know, people who in bad situations here, but it's like, I mean, I see people like digging through trash on a daily basis down there or yeah. I saw because that's like what they had to do. Um, yeah, and they don't, and then just, you look at like, um, I don't know, uh, like the dogs, there's so many street dogs everywhere and people don't care. Yeah. About you know, they're yeah. too worried about trying to find food for their kids. Totally. That, you know, for us, we're like, Oh my God, we need to take care of that dog. Like get it. Mm -hmm. Don't let it get run over. Yeah. Um, because you know, for the most part, you know, people here do just have a, a better quality of life. And so mm -hmm. him being here, I mean, he's literally living the American dream. He's got his own car and it's like one of his dream cars. It's old, mind you, but like, you know, he's got one, he's got a house, you know, like he's got a kayak. He loves fishing. So he likes to go kayaking and, and fishing. And so for him, there's no way he'd be close to obtaining those things if he were still living in Argentina. Yeah. It, it's just hard. Like his family grew up with one car between the two parents, you know, his dad, somebody had given him like a, an old motorcycle that he could use every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's just completely different. The ability and opportunity that we have here mm -hmm. that other people don't have. And I, I remember taking for your it, family too, and like children and like all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And it was just one of those things that I, I, I honestly took it all for granted until I went down there and talk about culture shock. You know, I never experienced <laughs> yeah. that and then came back and I was like, whoa, you know, and then just seeing his perspective is because he never finished college. He hated it. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's free there. And so mm -hmm. like, if you're not doing well in a class, you can just drop it and then take yeah, it again. Yeah, you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't care and you can just perpetually be in college. And, and most people don't do the college system that we have here. Most people, even like the well-off people, they, they work and go to school part-time. Yeah. It just just how things are so they're getting the real world experience as well as you know they're getting their education, their education so he, yeah yeah and he's able to come here without that and still do really well you know job wise and so I mean he loves it here obviously he misses his family and friends he does miss the culture as far as like the food and, and you know the people and all that um and I will say it's so nice having him because like he sees we have a lot of consumerism here and he'll kind of put me in my place sometimes. I'm like, oh, I need this. It's on sale. He's like, no, you don't need it. I was like, but I need it. <laughs> he's like, or, I was like, I could save this much money. And he's like, or you could just not buy either and save even more money. And I'm like, oh. yeah. And that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, see, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely how my mindset is too. I mean, if I if I if I genuinely need something, you know, mm -hmm. like for example, like distilled water for my humidifiers, you know, I keep running out, and there's a distilled water shortage in the country. I don't know if you know that, but so just another shortage, and so you can only ever buy two gallons at a time. Oh my and gosh! So for a while, I just was using regular water, and then. 
I keep getting that stupid like pink bacterial buildup in the humidifiers, mm -hmm. which is even more unhealthy than not using a humidifier. So I finally just bought these two huge like crates of distilled water and it's expensive. It's like 40 bucks for 12 mm -hmm. gallons. But I was like, you know what? I've been putting this off for literally over a year and I need it. And so yes. it's, it's an expense and it's a lot more money than I'd want to spend on this and admit to spending on it. But at the same time, like I need it. I can't be, you know, vinegar soaking my humidifiers every day. I don't have time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going through that right now. I'm soaking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally, one of mine literally sat in the kitchen for a week and a half over Thanksgiving in vinegar, like just sat there because I did not have time to clean it. I was yeah, like, and that's my thing. It's like, I can't clean this thing every, every other day, you know? No, exactly. So, but, but if you use distilled water and you do, you know, empty it and then refill it and you don't continue using the same water, like it doesn't happen as often. Okay. But if you, you know, if you cut corners, it happens all the freaking time. And then it's like, this is more of a hassle than it's worth. Like this sucks. <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't know that. I wonder. I have a Berkey, so I'm wondering if I could just use because that's it's not distilled, so it's not going to be as like pure water. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if it just not using the tap water, if it would cut out. Yeah, it definitely will. It definitely will. Because I was doing, I was doing the same thing through our like. We have a dog Britta in the in the um, refrigerator, and then we have a human Britta. Yeah. <laughs> so I was using my human Britta water. And uh, it it was working better than the tap water, but at the same time, it still wasn't working as good as distilled water. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was one of those, I just don't have time to be cleaning three humidifiers every week. I just, I don't have time. So no, that, that I, makes sense. So I need to get another one just so I can have one working while the other one's soaking. <laughs> well, and that's why I just bought one on uh, like a Black Friday sale or whatever. I would never have bought it if it wasn't on sale, but it was 65% off. So it was like 40 bucks, which I thought was reasonable. And it's like a smart humidifier and it's got an enormous water tank. And so it's in my bedroom now since I'm pregnant and it's good to have the humidity because my nose keeps getting, so I don't have uh, congestion. I have the opposite. It gets really dry in our mm. um, cold weather, you know, or like when we were out West in September, holy shit, I've never had a nosebleed in my life. Every single second, I thought my nose was going to bleed. Oh Every my second. gosh. It was hurting me. Bridget, it hurt to breathe. I was like, this yeah. sucks. I thought I would love the dry climate because, you know, I wouldn't be like sweaty and I wouldn't be oily <laughs> and whatever. I hated it. And I think that it takes a while to get used to. Like if I were ever to move out, you know, out west or something, I think your body just has to acclimate, you know, to the change in, in air and, and elevation, all of that. But the two weeks we were out there, I was, I was struggling, you know, it was not yeah. a comfortable feeling. And, and I found that within the last month here with the weather sort of turning, I would go to go to sleep and my nose just burning, like just breathing in and out through my nose. And I'm primarily a nose breather. Like it was just literally on fire. It felt like I had like cayenne pepper in my nostrils. Like it oh my was gosh. Not yeah, like, like you not cut up the jalapeno and then like pick Literally. your nose or something. And then <laughs> yeah. And I kept trying to explain it to, to my husband. I'm like, like, I can't explain it. I feel like, I don't know. Like I can't breathe. He's like, well, like, are you congested? I'm like, no, not at all. It's like the opposite, you know, and I'm trying to hydrate, you know, I'm doing all the things, but I think I just need a humidifier. And he's like, well then use it. And I'm like, 
but the two that we have are for Sienna because one's always dirty and then one's working. (laughs) (laughs) And so I ran into the exact same problem. I was like, I just can't keep these things clean. So yeah, so I got this new one. I've been using it for like a week. It's awesome, but it goes through a lot of water. So I had to, again, had to get those two stupid crates of... (laughs) Of the distilled water. Distilled, oh, yeah, I mean, it's like such a stupid thing to like have to do. But listen, everyone's got, again, everyone's got their thing. Well, and... that's what you're supposed to do in your car, too. So, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's a good thing to know. Distilled water. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, no, but that's, and I, I used to, like, before I got the Berkshire, I used to drink distilled water. Really? Um, yeah. And I, um, and then I know it doesn't have like, the nutrients in it but I kind of figured I would get that from my food and well, I was totally. drinking the purest form of water and it tastes so good yeah. um and then I got hooked on like alkaline water <laughs> so I've gone mm-hmm. through like these water phases and finally like when I got pregnant it was right before everything shut down in 2020 I just was like I'll just buy a Berkey and so I bought the Berkey <laughs> filter and then like thank god I did because then there was all this like water shortages <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, I know well not only like that there's like disease in the water in New York City I was mm-hmm. like, I've always been a water filter person, whether it's like a water bottle that has a filter in it, you know, like a Brita thing or something that goes in the fridge or, um, you know, whatever. I've never really been like a tap water drinker, but yeah, there are so many studies now though on tap water and city water and all of that. And it's just, I mean, I grew up on well water, so we didn't have city water. We didn't have like quote unquote tap water. It was, it was literally from a well on our property um which is great and it was very crisp the only thing that sucked was the showers we had it was hard water okay so, so it was like it hurt <laughs> you know <laughs> like if you didn't have like a pressurizer thing in the faucet uh you know shower head it was it was hard it was literally like the water hurt you um but other than that it was i mean it was amazing it was like the most crisp clean like water you could get in the area but uh yeah otherwise like anytime i've lived in a city like you know i've lived in what Memphis, Miami, New York, like it's just I'm not a tap water person. <laughs> no, saying, I guess because we always had filt a filter at home. Um mm-hmm. and you know, my dad my parents, I, I would say both of them really um would talk to us about like all the stuff that's in the water, like chlorine and everything. They and I understand why it's there to like kill yeah. the diseases and stuff, but it's like I don't want to put that in my body. The well, fluoride, exactly. you know, so like, when I heard about the chlorine and fluoride, the things you're talking about. So my dad is a dentist by practice for 40 years. And he was so adamant about not ingesting fluoride. And like from at the dentist office or in your toothpaste, he'd always be like, just use baking soda and water. Like you don't need to use all this stuff and you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we, oh, I always grew up with a pool, right? We always had a pool Mm -hmm. in our backyard. um, And the amount of chlorine, you know, backwashing and, you know, all this stuff that goes into the pool to keep it clean when you've got kids and dogs and everyone going in and out of it, you you walk out the back door of the house and it smells like chlorine. And it was the Mm -hmm. same thing. Like, do not drink the pool water, right? Like, Do not drink it. It's got chemicals in it. So yeah, like when I thought about that same thing, I was like, oh my God, like there's chemicals in tap water, like in city water, what? it's crazy because like what? That's, so good no to hear that, that's good to hear that he didn't like want you to ingest fluoride because I feel like it's a lot of dentists who push for it and mm-hmm. no he like, would do like fluoride treatments but you have to spit it out right like yeah like a, a mouthwash with fluoride like act or something or you know we would get these um 
like trays in his dental office when we were growing up that had fluoride in them, you know? So you would like sit like the with like, stuff. Yeah. So you'd sit with this like tray, you know, in your mouth or your teeth or whatever, but you don't eat it, you know, like you do everything in your power not to ingest it. And if you can't help but swallow, he'd put one of those sucky things in the back of your mouth so that it, you wouldn't ingest it. That's yeah, that's good to hear. Cause it's like everything I read about it, you know, the, the water system or the cities are like, Oh, it's the dentist. Tell us to put it in the water. I'm like, no, don't what? Um, it's so, so crazy. That, yeah. It's, and, and so, yeah, that's one of the things I have like the fluoride filters. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen, fluoride is, is good for you for its purposes, but it's not in, it shouldn't be ingestible. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, what are they going to do for your organs? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's not really a, a nutrient that's going to, you know, make your heart pump better or so. I don't think so. And then I think some of these uh, companies market like hydro, hydrofluorosilic acid as fluoride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the same thing. And it's like, that's even worse. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was watching something recently. So my, you know, my Instagram is like flooded with the fitness world right and it's usually fitness focused for weight loss right or like Mm -hmm. all the men's accounts are like muscle building and you know bulking and whatever but lately i've been really trying to switch gears right switch focus and unfollow accounts that you know preach the wrong message and uh people who i just am not really in contact anymore with and and whatever but I'm seeing a lot more people that I have stayed linked to finally waking up to the concepts of genuine whole health mm-hmm. in terms of looking at ingredients of things that are marketed as healthy and understanding to your point that certain things, right? We'll just call it things for lack of better terms, because it could be anything mm-hmm. called different things on labels. And so if you don't know what it is, it doesn't mean that it's a healthy additive. If you don't know what it is, it usually means that it's some sort of synthetic crap that you should not be even touching, you know? Yeah, because that's one thing that like when I went gluten-free, having to read labels like um, natural flavoring, that could be anything. Literally. And so that's like if we ever saw that on a label, it's like, all right, you can't eat that. Mm -hmm. I can't, and I I do my best. I mean, everyone does their best, right? You make decisions that you can with the information that you have and in the moment, whatever. I really try to understand that food dyes, right? It was like red dye three or, you know, yellow dye this or whatever. And natural flavorings and, you know, any of the added sugar content, any of that, I really try to steer away from any and all of that. And, you know, we could go down a whole rabbit hole for oils, right? And what oils yeah. <laughs> people use. And I mean, don't even get me started on that concept. But like seed oils versus, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't, mm-hmm. can't even wrap my head around the fact that people like dismiss, uh, like whatever. Um, but now, like my focus in the last, you know, couple of years, ever since I knew it was like going to be my time to start a family, was has been about fertility, right? And, Mm-hmm. and pregnancy and the health of you know myself and a baby and having a, a male partner who is healthy as well because that makes a huge difference and when you look at the declining levels of testosterone and sperm count and all of that that's a real problem people just don't either think about it or they don't want to think about it 
Like, yeah. I don't know. That's like a whole nother, a whole nother ball no. game now. Well, and that's something that like everything that we're putting on our bodies, like whether it be like creams, you know, kind of going into the beauty counter thing. Um, I remember just learning that like those things can disrupt your hormones and that. Yeah. Your whole endocrine system. Yeah. And so like, for me, I feel like I've been a fairly healthy person most of my life. And I felt like I was doing everything right. Right. That I can't even speak. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and it took us two and a half years to get, you know, for, to conceive. And so, yeah. um, you know, I was trying to like, I went through like, oh, I'm not gonna have alcohol. I'm not gonna have caffeine. And so I went on the extreme of like, what am I doing wrong? Just again, trying to control everything. Yeah. And, um, I did all these things and then I got, I went, I kind of boomerang the other way. Like, well, I can't figure it out. So I'm gonna let this doctor give me like hormones to fix it, you know? And then mm-hmm. that made it even worse. And then I finally was like, what am I doing? I'm not comfortable with this. This is like everything I'm against and it's expensive. I'm just going to stop and just take some time and figure stuff out. And then, you know, as somebody told me to do acupuncture, I was like, all right, I'll, whatever, I'll give that a shot. Yeah. Um, and then it worked. Like, I kid you not, like the first time we tried afterwards, I went to six sessions. She told me, give me six weeks. And I said, okay. And it worked. And that's crazy. <laughs> and her mind, like not her mind, she, she was an MD too. And I remember her telling me at the beginning, like, she had kind of asked about like my health history and like my journey trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And when she learned that they had put me on Clomid and had me on it for so long, that's she's like, that's good. not good for you. That's yeah. like, I think that's probably done the opposite to your hormones that oh. I think they wanted it to. And I was like, she's like, honestly, I think if you've probably just not done anything, it may have just taken you a little bit longer. And so we're going to work on, you know, fixing your hormones and you know, I kind of rolled my eyes like, all right, you stick some needles. Let me see what happens. Um, <laughs> like totally not a believer in it. And then, then, and then I, it, it worked. So now yep. I am a believer because I have two other friends, same thing. Like, you know, you know, I know one person that it didn't work for obviously, but um, you know, two other friends, same thing. They just, they couldn't find anything wrong. And they just were like, one friend, she's like, I exercise, I eat healthy. I don't know what's going on. And she went to acupuncture and, you know, she's got a beautiful, healthy baby boy and yeah. um, it's awesome. just crazy. And so now I'm like, all right, there's something to this. Like, I don't understand it, but you know, yeah, you're like, it's not hokey, but I still don't yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. 